Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website, www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Good evening. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Word Up. Uh, hi, Pastor Akin. Uh, lovely to have you with us. Hi, Pastor Ian. It's great to be here again. Good evening, everyone. And uh, welcome if you're connecting live on Facebook. Welcome if you're connecting live on YouTube. And welcome if you're listening on the podcast. So uh, the, the nets are spreading, uh, Pastor Akin. You know, we're getting more <laughs> platforms and uh, the, the nets are being cast out. It's exciting, isn't it? You know? Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and uh, so we're, this is Word Up, you know, where we go through the Word of God. We're going through... Um, Mark's gospel, and we're sitting under the word, you know, uh, that we might live by the word. You know, we heard that message from uh, Joel a couple of weeks ago about the, the wise builder building on the foundation of the word of God. You know, doers of the word, not just hearers. Yeah. Great. Well, I know we've got quite a bit to get through. So, dear friends, we're going to pick up where we've got to chapter six of um, Mark's gospel. We just left off where at the end of chapter five, Jesus had healed Jairus's daughter and uh, she got up and was completely healed. And here we are. It says Jesus left there. So uh, this is chapter six, verse one, quite a bit to read through. But the Bible says faith comes by hearing the word of God. So let faith arise as you listen to Mark chapter 6. Jesus left there and went to his hometown, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. Where did this man get these things, they asked. What's this wisdom that has been given him, that he even does miracles? Isn't this the carpenter? Isn't this Mary's son and the brother of James, Joseph, Judas and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, only in his hometown, among his relatives and in his own house is a prophet without honor. He could not do any miracles there, except lay hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their lack of faith. Then Jesus went around teaching from village to village. Calling the twelve to him, he sent them out two by two and gave them authority over evil spirits. These were his instructions. Take nothing for the journey except a staff. No bread, no bag, no money in your belts. Wear sandals, but not an extra tunic. Whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave that town. And if any place will not welcome you or listen to you, shake the dust off your feet when you leave as a testimony against them. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick with oil and healed them. King Herod heard about this, for Jesus' name had, been well, had become well known. Some were saying, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead, and this is why miraculous powers are at work in him. Others said, he is Elijah. And still others claimed, he is a prophet like one of the prophets of long ago. But when Herod heard this, he said, John, 
the man I beheaded has been raised from the dead. For Herod himself had given orders to have John arrested, and he had him bound and put in prison. He did this because of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, whom he had married. For John had been saying to Herod, It is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. So Herodias nursed a grudge against John and wanted to kill him. But she was not able to because Herod feared John and protecting him, protected him, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man. When Herod heard John, he was greatly puzzled, yet he liked to listen to him. Finally, the opportune time came. On his birthday, Herod gave a banquet for his high officials and military commanders and leading men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias came in and danced, she pleased Herod and his dinner guests. The king said to the girl, ask me for anything you want and I'll give it to you. And he promised her with an oath, whatever you ask, I will give you up to half my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, what shall I ask for? The head of John the Baptist, she answered. At once the girl hurried to the king with the request, I want you to give me right now the head of John the Baptist on a platter. The king was greatly distressed, but because of his oaths and his dinner guests, he did not want to refuse her. So he immediately sent an executioner with the orders to bring John's head. The man went, beheaded John in prison, and brought back his head on a platter. He presented it to the girl, and she gave it to her mother. On hearing of this, John's disciples came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The apostles gathered around Jesus and reported to him all they had done and taught. Then, because so many were coming and going, that they did not even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. So they went away by themselves in a boat to a solitary place. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. By this time it was late in the day, so his disciples came to him. This is a remote place, they said, and it's already very late. Send the people away so that they can go to the surrounding countryside and villages and buy themselves something to eat. But he answered, you give them something to eat. They said to him, that would take eight months of a man's wages. Are we to go and spend that much on bread and give it to them to eat? How many loaves do you have, he asked. Go and see. When they found out, they said, five and two fish. Then Jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties, taking the five loaves and two fish and looking up to heaven. He gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he said to them, to his disciples to set, then he gave them to his disciples to set before the people. He also divided the two fish among them all. They all ate and were satisfied. And the disciples picked up twelve basketfuls of broken pieces of bread and fish. The number of the men who had eaten was five thousand. 
Immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. After leaving them, he went up a mountainside to pray. When evening came, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was on the land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. About the fourth watch of the night, he went out to them walking on the lake. He was about to pass them by, but when they saw him walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Immediately he spoke to them and said, take courage. It is I, do not be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them and the wind died down. They were completely amazed for they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognized Jesus. They ran throughout the whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak. And all who touched him were healed. Quite a bit there. Uh, thank you for listening in patiently. Hope yeah, uh, <laughs> that word, you know, is beginning to speak. But let's uh, start breaking it down now. So we're picking it up. Um, he arrives. He goes back to his hometown, Pastor Akin. And yes. uh, why don't you pick up on, you know, what, what's what's your thoughts and comments on, on, on that? Yes. There? I, I, I think one of the things that just exactly like you've rightly said, Pastor, you know, when, when you read the word, there is so much in it. And, um, you know, I believe that our listeners, even as we, we touch on certain things, they're going to, they would have picked up on certain things and they'll be going back to, to read yeah. over it themselves because there is just, it's just amazing. The word of God is so, there's so much power in it. And we yeah. see just right at the beginning where it says Jesus left there. And this is talking about, you know, the place he had been where he had just seen a miracle of raising that young child. Uh, back to life again and it, I think there is something even in that for us in the sense that you know sometimes when God does amazing things through our lives we don't want to leave those places you know it's like we we could be working somewhere yeah. doing you know in a ministry or something and God is doing something amazing there and uh, it's like for us we would like to stay there but Jesus is on this mission isn't he that he said right from the beginning that I must uh, preach and teach the gospel in every way he's got to get so even yeah. though something you know quite outstanding as i mean raising a young child back to life again that's um that's that's a, that's quite a miracle and uh, he could have stayed there you know set up his ministry there yes. on the basis of that miracle you know and drawn the crowds there but no he's, he's on the move again moving yeah. back to his, his hometown again because he just wants to keep on taking the gospel taking the message the kingdom to as many places as he can Brilliant. and uh, he turns yeah. up in his own hometown and I, I think you'd probably be expecting the people there to go, wow, you know, um, one of our own has come home and there's this great report has gone out about him. And But he finds exactly the opposite. And we yeah. see here that um, when he comes to begin to, to speak the word of God, miracles are taking place, that the people begin to question, you know, I mean, isn't this, the, isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't this the, you know, the son of Mary and the mm. things like that were quite, um, if you like, disparaging um, yeah. comments being made about him. And, mm. um, you know, one of the comments I was actually reading, they were saying that when he, they, called, they didn't call him the son of Joseph, but the son of Mary. 
and they were perhaps making a remark there about the fact that you know there was a there were questions about his birth and things like that you know the, the legitimacy of his birth that was why they referred to him as the son of mary rather yes. than the son of joseph yes. and um, I, I think this is kind of like again for us as as believers you know sometimes we we shouldn't be discouraged by our background of the things that have happened in our lives before we became uh, christians because the lord understands all of these things that people sometimes they make negative remarks about you know where we've come from and the things that we do or whatever it is that they, they, they feel is, is a way of putting us down but this is one of the reasons why the lord understands all of these things because he's gone through it himself yes you know he's gone through that um, people mocking him and yeah. looking down at him and, mm. and questioning who he was so well we can be we can take um courage from that we can um, we can be you know encouraged by that to know that he understands and um, you know the mm. the, the uh, and we shouldn't be discouraged to keep on moving with him yes, in yes. faith and we can see the, I'll let you pick up on the, the impact of that, those, those negative comments, those negative remarks, that unbelief. You yes. see there that the Bible said he couldn't do many miracles, only a few things that he did among them. And at the end, he says he marveled at their unbelief. That was mm. just, it, took, it took him about that. What? He couldn't understand why they, they didn't believe in yeah. you know, who he was and what he was doing. Yes, I mean... Um couple of things as well. They start out saying, you know, what, a, what amazing things, what wisdom, what miracles. And yet it, it's interesting as then it seems the questioning and, and the doubt that, that creeps in leading to offense. And I, I think we can take a lesson there ourselves, you know, as we as we receive these treasures from God and from, you know, let's not question. Let's not try and, you know, sometimes we can be tempted. And we were saying this earlier, go on the Internet and look up certain things. And we we can read about the critics of ministries. We can read about, you know, um, the theologians sort of and, and these critics about certain things and read all the you know the the the, the unbelief and and it can mm -hmm. actually lead us to lose the the treasure that is there for us and um another thing that you know picking up on what you were saying it's not that he 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 would not do the the, the miracles <laughs> because of their unbelief but he could not you know the very son of god could not do the miracles because of their lack of faith and that's that's incredible, really, isn't it? I, I mean, yes. I suppose, you know, God can do anything. You know, he stilled the storm. He, he, he can move the elements. And, and yet it's something that, you know, unless someone is, is willing and open to receive and receptive, he's not going to force a blessing and a gift on you. So if you, if you shut yourself off to it with either unbelief, offense, you know, and lack of faith, he's not going to give it to you because he, he won't go against that principle and, yes. and, and of, of his nature. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. It's, like said, it's, it's God's nature. Like you rightly said, it's God's nature. He wants to work through the agency of mankind, doesn't he? He yeah. wants to work in and through us. And, and um, like you rightly said, it is, as the word says, without faith, it's impossible to please yeah. God. And it's, it's amazing that he didn't, he did, the, the things that God marveled at, he marveled at the faith of the, um, the centurion, didn't he? He marveled yeah. at the faith that he had, that faith that he had. And mm. now he's marveling at the unbelief of his own yes. people. And it's one of the things that catches God's identity. There's something that catches God's attention. And when we believe, when he says something mm. and we believe it, that he's, you know, everything in heaven comes, you know, is released on our behalf to work yes, on our behalf. Amazing. Just by believing the words of God, it's, it's, it really is amazing. God is so amazing. Yeah. And um, another thing that uh, if you think of familiarity, you know, there was this kind of familiarity of the, the local people, the relatives and people who knew him. And we can become over familiar with 
you know, the things of God. We might think of going to the house of God, church, you know, Sunday on Sunday. And, and we can be so familiar that we can lose that reverence, lose that expectation that God, lose that awe. And, and before we know it, you know, we're not expecting God to do anything. We're not, and we're closed you know, there's no faith for God to really touch us if we're not careful because yes. we can be over familiar with the mm, things yes. of God. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I think also, Pastor, we can be encouraged to look forward to that as we're coming out of lockdown that, um, you know, we are going to see some of our, you know, brothers and sisters, some of our brethren, and they're going to be transformed. You know, I think in, in one sense, you know, when the Lord left, maybe he was, you know, they knew him as the carpenter, they knew him as Mary's son. But all of a sudden, he's come back. This man who preaches the word with authority, this man, the miracles, the crowds are, are following him. He's got these disciples now following him everywhere he goes. And uh, But the people, that, like you rightly said, they can't get their heads around it because when he left, he was like, you know, to them, he was like an ordinary, you know, yeah. the, the, the yeah. guy next door. But now all of a yes. sudden, he's come back this amazing, you know, Amen. highly sought after person. And they're like, what well, they just can't, you know, they can't get their heads around that. And um, yeah. we should be, we are, hopefully we're looking forward to that as we come out of Definitely. lockdown. But we're going yeah. to see people who are totally changed and transformed yes. and they, they want to do this and this and want to do that for God. And, you know, they're grounded in the word and their prayer life has taken off. And uh, we yes. need to make room for that and not say, no, he, before he before lockdown, he wasn't like this. He couldn't you know, he didn't pray I like this that. and he didn't yes. have the word like this and he wasn't talking like this. And um, yes, make room for that. Yes. Yes. And I think, <laughs> you know, with, with, you know, what God's done through the lockdown, you know, we, We've lost that familiarity because, you know, it's been stopped. And so we're hunger, we're eager and we're, yeah. we're desiring, you know, and those who hunger and thirst for God will be filled, he promises. So we're, that, these all add to some exciting things ahead. Brilliant. <laughs> Amen. Great. So uh, then uh, he carries on, goes around from village to village. So he obviously leaves his home area. He calls the 12 and he sends out the 12. Wow. You know, with certain yeah. instructions. And um, yes. I think about this, you know, learning on the job. You know, right, off you go. I mean, they, they don't know a great deal, but they've, they've been following for a bit. And now he says, go on, off you go. And you think of the way God trusts us, the way God yeah. releases. You know, he released them. He trusted them. And also, I was thinking sometimes, you know, the only way to learn is by doing. We can we yes. can study, we can go to conferences, <laughs> we can go to training days. But unless you step out and start, you know, praying for people, start sharing your faith. It's a bit like, you know, you could go to some lessons and a, an online course on swimming. You know, right, what you do, you lift your hand up, you put your hand forward, you know, stick your head to the side <laughs> until you until you dropped into the water. You know, you, you, you really can't know how to you swim. You put it to use. <laughs> yeah. So so he sends them off and, and they suddenly find, oh, it's, it works. You know, they, they were driving out demons. They were people were being healed and and so the multiplication of the the ki kingdom is happening you know the the he's sending out he's he's um releasing and and the kingdom is growing and in one of the other um gospels it says they came back rejoicing wow even the demons are subject to us you know yeah amazing yes I think one of the things that I find really challenging is that when he sends them out, yes, he does send them out, but he asks them not to take maybe some of the things that would, that would if you oh, like, yes, would give them yeah. some sort of comfort. But mm. you think to yourself, okay, I'm going on this long journey. I don't know where I'm going. 
Um, you know, the, the staff, I guess that could be a, a weapon, you know, to defend yourself, to protect yeah. yourself, mm. a form of protection, the bread to eat, to sustain yourself, you know, your bag for any extra stuff you want to take with you and the money. And he just said, and he be, I can imagine the look on their faces when they, maybe they're thinking to themselves, well, we're good on this mission, we're going to take this, we're going to take that. And, and he's saying, no, you're not bag. taking this, you're not taking that, you're not taking And they're like, what? We're just, we're just going to go like that. And yeah. Like, nothing. <laughs> yes, I'm, I mean it's, now he's going with his word, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, say, yes, oh, yeah. you just go with that. <laughs> yeah. So if someone came to you and said, "Ah, yes, I've read the scriptures, and it says there, you know, I'm not to take, I'm going on my mission. I'm not to take any bread or food or any money. I'm just going. I'm only going to wear sandals, no extra clothes, because that's what the word says, you know. And yet, what would we say to a person who said that to us? <laughs> I, and I would like to answer that question myself. You know, this is, yeah. it's, it's like the principle of, now it's not a directive from God, mm. but it's showing the principle, look, go travel light. You're going to trust yeah. in me for your provision, for everything you need. And, um, you know, so, so that's how we, we, we interpret this word. Absolutely. You know, it's the yes. principles that we're learning. It's the principles, it. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, it's, and it's so key as well to always, you know, even if someone did come to you with that and said, I've read this, for people to understand, you know, okay, we've read this and we understand and we understand the principle. What, what is the Lord saying to you as you are going yeah. in, in the situation that you're in? And uh, for people to have that peace, because this could be quite frightening for some other people reading this. They could be thinking, so before I can go on a mission, or before I can do this, I've got to have this sort of faith to be able to go without any of these things. And like you rightly said, this, no, no, that's not what the Lord is saying that, you know, it's the principle behind it, that you don't have to load up with every single conceivable thing you need yeah. <laughs> in order to go on, on a mission, you know. And on light. the other <laughs> hand as well, you could say, well, listen, you don't need a lot. You don't need um, all these huge amounts of resources and this, that and the other. You know, as we go, we can trust God and he will provide yes. as we go. And uh, yeah. we, many of us have experienced that. And it's so true. Yes. It's a principle of the kingdom. It's interesting he yes. sent them out two by two, not on their own. So, you know, he, he appreciated you know, the, the, the need for companionship the, and also the principle of working together, working as teams, you know, yes. no lone rangers straight right, in there. Yeah. Another thing I thought of, uh, Pastor Akin, was, you know, Judas, Judas Iscariot. He was one mm -hmm. of the, the two going, you know, one of yeah. the pairs going yeah. out. And I mean, we don't read anywhere that, you know, everyone came back rejoicing, but the, the pair that, you know, included Judas, they came back saying, oh, no, nothing happened for us. You know, there's no report of that. So we can assume that even Judas and his partner were, were, were driving out demons, were performing miracles, mm, were healing absolutely. the sick. What do you yes. think of, of that one? I'm, I'm throwing absolutely. you these, um, <laughs> yes, throwing you these hot potatoes. I mean, again, Paul, I think it's, it's down to, to the words of, of the Lord. You know, he, mm. he gave them those words. And let me rightly say, they weren't just hearers of the word, they were doers as well, because they could have heard him say all those things and thought, you know what, I don't think really feel like going on this mission. I think I'll give this one a pass. But they went in obedience to what uh, he had, the instructions that they were given. Yeah. And in faith, they acted on that. And then, and the Lord backed them up. So including yeah. including, including Judas, um, Judas yeah. you know, he, the, the Lord yeah. spoke his word. Mm. They took the word on faith and they, and they went out and did exactly what he told them to do. And they saw the results that he, he promised them that they would see. Yeah. So um, that 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 you know Judas included. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think one of the um, the challenges that we, we can see in that is, um, you know, God using us in ministry is one thing, but then our relationship with the Lord it's something that goes even deeper than that. 
um because you can see that out of the 12 you know he there was a falling away on his part even though he was a part of all of this he was a part he was going around with the lord he saw all the miracles he saw all of these things he was sent out himself and Mm. he saw god using him and yet for some reason his heart still wasn't with the lord was it his his heart was was somewhere else and with something else so it's um it's it's sobering for us as well that we should be just thinking that because we see God using people mm. in certain ways and even using us in certain ways. Yes. You know, we still need to be, be careful of that, making sure that our heart is still is still with the Lord. That's yeah. great. Thank you. Brilliant. Yeah. Now, now then we come to there's almost like a, a little uh, a break in the action of the mission. We hear this story about John the Baptist. You know, we hear from from it says actually that King Herod heard about Jesus. Mm-hmm. So he's hearing what's going on. You know, the king, the ruler is hearing what's happening. It's not hidden. And um, we hear as well, we read that, you know, because he had imprisoned John the Baptist and we hear that he actually had him beheaded, he then is, is asking, oh, you know, is Jesus John the Baptist come to life, you know, been reincarnated almost? And, um, you know, because he probably had a very guilty conscience, he would have had mm-hmm. a, a very guilty. But we hear this sort of almost the complexities of this man, Herod. Uh, we, we read here that he he knew that, um, it says in verse 20, he knew that John the Baptist was a righteous and holy man and that he yeah. liked to listen to him, it says. And yet, yeah. um, uh, but but it's interesting, you know, yet John was, was saying to him, what you're doing is unrighteous, marrying your brother's wife. And so there was, you know, John the Baptist was challenging the activities of, interestingly, the leader and the politician of the day. Sometimes you might hear people saying, oh, no, we should never, um, you know, we should never criticize um, or or get involved with politics or start speaking out against politicians. And yet you here we have John the Baptist that Jesus called the greatest man who ever was born of woman. And he was actually speaking out against the, um, if you like, the politicians and rulers of the day and saying, what you're doing is unrighteous, unholy. And, um, you know, it got him in serious trouble. It led to his death. Yes. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's amazing. You know, when when we look at this, this, there there, there seems to be this... um, this tension in, in King Herod's life where on the one hand, there's a part of him that's drawn towards, you know, he wants to do the yes. right thing, if you yeah. like, because he's even said that he, that he likes to hear. It's, it's amazing. The Bible says he likes to hear John. He liked to hear what he was saying. And then there was another part of him that was, it was like, um, you know, it was unable to follow through because like we, like uh, right. Joel rightly said last week, you know, we don't want to be hearers of the word only, but doers of the word. Mm. And here we see someone who is just a hearer of the word. But he's not a doer of the word. He'd like to hear what John had to say, but he wasn't going to do what he was being asked to do. And uh, when we f- we follow through, we, we see that even when he's made that, so as, as we've read earlier, he's made that oath to, um, you know, his, his wife's uh, daughter to say, yeah. no, wait, I'll give you whatever. And then she asked for the head of John, of John the Baptist. And, it, and immediately he says that he was, you know, he was, he, you know, the tension again, he didn't want to do what she was asking him. But again, because of the the oath that he had made and all the guests that were there, he ended up, you know, doing what he didn't want to do. 
And, um, you know, following through the end of his life, you know, obviously there, there were some historical accounts of what happened to him. Um, he'd been, you know, cast out, being exiled, and eventually, you know, he, he, his life ended in a, in a tragic situation. But it's again, it's a challenge, isn't it? Just hearing the word of God on its own is not enough. He yes. seemed to be someone who yes. was being, he was so close to coming into the kingdom, so close yeah. to receiving the word of mm. God. But there was just this pull from the world, if you like, maybe it was his status, That's whatever right. it was, that was just mm. kept pulling him back and wouldn't yeah. allow him to take that step into the kingdom. And uh, it's another, you know, challenging and tragic end to yes. someone who wasn't able to do, uh, you know, follow through on, on the word of God. It's, it's a challenge to us. You know, we can come along on a Sunday. We can hear the word. We say, oh, that's nice. I quite like hearing a sermon. But, you know, that's as far as it goes. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, when this when this challenge was coming and it started to press in on his life, on his mm. own activity, on his behavior. Hang on a minute. No, that's too much. And, and, and there could be us. There could be men and women coming to church and say, well, you know, so far and, and not, no further type of thing. And yet that, like you say, it led to tragedy. You know, he, I, I was thinking about, you know, he, he obviously, because he didn't um, follow what was being revealed to him, he took that dark path and how dark that path was. You know, he was, he, he took his brother's wife. Then he, he was lusting after his, bro, his wife's daughter, Herodias's daughter, you know, that, that, that kind of dance we know, you know, and it was, it was something of, that was probably, you know, erotic. And, uh, and it says, when, when he said, I will give you up to half my kingdom, that was a phrase that was known to mean you, you will be queen next to me. And I mean, saying that in front of your, you know, her, her mother and your wife and even saying, you know, I'm ready for the, ne the, the, the young one uh, to come on and be my wife. So you look at the dark path that 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 it meant he followed it because he didn't wow. follow the Holy Spirit as, as the God yes. was revealing himself to him. Yeah. So let's be so careful. Let that be a, a real mm -hmm. warning. So a terrible spectacle. And then we see how, you know, the, the horror of even the daughter coming in with the um, you know, John the Baptist's head on a plate. But yes. enough of that. Yes. I think we better move on. It was straight back on the mission. Uh, we pick up on verse 30. It says that um, apostles gathered around Jesus. They were reporting what had happened with uh, their mission, and they were pleased. We, we said about that. And it says so many people were following them that, again, they we've heard this so often during Mark, they couldn't even eat. They couldn't. And he said, come. Come with me. Jesus says to them, come by yourself to a quiet place and get some rest. You know, this wow. is the concern of Jesus. It's the same to us. Come, come away, come away from the work, come away from. Sometimes we've got to come away from even the ministry. We've yes. got to have rest. We've got to be restored. We've come away with me, says Jesus. Jesus. Come away oh. and, and rest and be restored. And so they, they went away, you know, and it says to a solitary place. They, they were going mm. particularly to be alone. Um, but it says that, you know, the people ran around and they, they couldn't get away from the crowds and they met them the other side. Now, what's so notable here is that Jesus, where he said he, he called them, you know, to be alone, have some solitary time. So he didn't sort of say, look, you guys, I've just been with you all. We're trying to have some time out. You know, can you just get back and, and, and you know, just give us a day of rest here? 
which I mean could have been very legitimate, and we might say that. Hang on a minute, please don't call me on my day off. You know, this is my day off. I might think or whatever. And yet Jesus, he he saw this large crowd. He had compassion on them. He loved them. He was long-suffering, patient. They were sheep without a shepherd. You know, he saw them. And he, he began to teach them many things, it said. You know, he didn't just sort of say, all right, all right, sit down. I'll give you one more, one more little lesson and then off you go. No, he says, you know, he began teaching many things. And so he was teaching so much so that the disciples were back again and saying, Lord, you know, there's, they've not eaten anything. You know, all the shops are closing. You better send them away. And, um, you know, but, but yeah. You, you better carry on, otherwise I'm going to go all the way. I know it's a, it's, it's 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 so amazing that the, the, the Lord's compassion. It's always it baffles, it's, it's baffling, isn't it? I mean, mm. one of the pictures I I got from this was that when it says that the people were running, they were in a boat and these people were running. I, I just had this picture of people, you know, racing. It was like there was a race to like, no, we've got to get, yeah. no, you can't leave us, no, you yeah. can't. Leave. And yeah. it's just that it's just that picture of people's you know total utter desperation. You know, to mm -hmm. to to you know to be in the Lord's presence. You know, to listen to what He's got to say, and um, you know, it, it, it sometimes it, it feels it's a bit embarrassing sometimes as a Christian to find out that we, we don't have that same sort of desperation to be in God's presence. You know, yes. we don't have to. You know, in many sense, in one sense, we don't have to run after Him like that physically on foot. But it's mm. just like making that time for Him. Uh, you know, in our homes, to have that quiet time, to have that time to read the word, to have that time to be alone with him. And we have that, uh, we have the opportunity, don't we, almost on a, on a, well, not almost, on a daily basis, but we don't always take yeah. it. And I was reading yes, that, I was yes. thinking, wow, these people were like, they were they were physically running after him. It's to say, no, we, we definitely yeah. need to hear more. We want more of you. We want more. Yes, yeah, and we yeah. might question their, you know, what their motive was. And, you know, we might question yes, that. But yes. they, at the end of the day, they still sought him. They still did all that they could to, you know, to, um, you know, to, to be in his presence, listen to what he had to say. And the Lord honors that, you know, it's like, even he though like, you're right, he yes. was trying to have some time alone with his disciples because he cared mm. for them as well. It wasn't like he was just like, no, come on, guys, just sort of keep going. No, he, he wanted to, for them to have a rest with him. But when he saw the the needs of the people, yes. you know, that's what is hard, isn't it? The heart of yeah. the Lord, the needs yeah. of the people. His compassion is like he, he, he dug deep into somewhere, inside yes. of himself yes. to say you know what I'm, I'm going to put the needs of these people before my own needs and that's why you know he's the good shepherd you know he yeah. saw that they were a people like with, with sheep without a shepherd and, but he was the good shepherd and so that's why he said like he rightly said he could have just given them a, a quick five minute ten minute this is right i'm done now but no many things he put yes. aside yes. on his own yes. needs and the needs of his close friends because he don't, we don't, shouldn't think they didn't care about his friends because he did he cared about his friends as well, but he put that aside in order to to minister to the people. Which is, it's, 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 every time I, you know you read these accounts, you keep thinking, "Just oh well, Lord, yeah. help me." Lord. It's challenging, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And and then so he says to the disciples, "You give them something to eat." And 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 you know they they sort of questioning. Interestingly, they're saying, "Well, it would cost you know eight months' wages or whatever. Do you want us to go and spend that much on food?" So they mm -hmm. they had the money, they had the purse the money, to buy. Yes. I said, "Do you want us to spend all that money on on just buying some food for this huge crowd of people?" But he said, "Well, what have you got? What have, do you have? You know," and 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 they obviously bring out the little the, the the little that they have, the loaves and the fish, and he said, "Come on, you know, take what you've got." Let, and he gave thanks, started breaking, get them to sit down. I think the, the huge principle there, you know, there's so much we could talk about, but, but <laughs> often we say, well, 
I haven't got anything that I can bring. I've got, you know, we might even think it about resources for giving into, you know, uh, needy situations, charities, uh, could be giving of ourselves when when a call up, you know, for a, for serving the Lord, doing something for God, and you say, you know, oh, what could I do? You know, I, I can only do this, and and yet the the principle of the kingdom is if we bring the little that we have, God will multiply it. God will always, you know, meet that with with extra provision, with extra uh, miraculous enabling, and and it's a great principle here, and. Uh, you, you know, wouldn't you say? <laughs> Absolutely, I, I, I totally agree with you, you, you um, uh, Pastor. Really, it's like you mm. know, sometimes you, 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 it's, it's, it, the principle can be applied to even you know sharing or doing things. You think, well, yes. I haven't been to Bible school, I don't know enough Absolutely. of the Bible, I haven't done this, I haven't done that, and it could be to pray. Or I don't know how to. It's the, the little when you when you give that little to the Lord, He, he yeah. can use it. And um, I, I've even been challenging in my workplace that sometimes just listening to people, it might seem like it's nothing. But sometimes listening to people, it, it might seem not, not to be a lot to yourself, but to the person who who's talking to you and you're listening, you're giving them 10, 15, 20 minutes of, their of your time, half an hour of your time in the work situation because of the, the, the need that they're in. It means a lot to the person, even though you might not think you're doing much. So no matter how small, whatever yes. it is, there, there is something that God has given every believer that we can start doing now. Not Don't, don't wait till tomorrow or next yeah. week or next month. It's not, right now there is right something now. that you can do for the Lord. No yes. matter how small it is, no matter mm. how minor you think it is, whatever it is, be, be encouraged to do it. Just like we know that in one of the other Gospels, it says that there was a little boy who gave up his, yes, uh, his, as it were, his lunch, lunch sort of thing. Yeah. Yes, he gave up his packed lunch, but yeah. yes, he could have withheld it. But whatever, yeah. it, whatever it is, let's be encouraged to, to give it to the Lord. Yeah. Yes, and and it's interesting how God takes that for the miracle. You know, that that you, you, you mentioned earlier when we were chatting about this partnering with him. You know, he yes. wants us to partner. Of course, he he could have just done it um, and and because he creates it out of nothing. And yet he, he really he wants there's this principle again of partnering with the little that we bring to the table. And yet God loves that. He wants us to do that. And he works with that. That's how he works. And the miracles come from that. And, and generally only that, you know, from that, that, that little, that faith activity, that faith action. And it says they all ate, they were all satisfied, and there was so <laughs> much left over. You know, when we bring the little, God does this incredible miracle that, that meets the need, that yes. gets the job done. Well, you know, the, 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 the miracles <laughs> get done. So what might we think? We might think of the the need here at Bright City for all sorts of things. You know, we think of the projects we're doing. You know, let's not think, oh, there's nothing I can give to that or do to that. He'll take the little and 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 bring the miracle and and fully meet the the need. But but there's kind of you know, he re requires us to step in, doesn't he, and do our little Absolutely, bit. Yes. Yeah. And I think also, Pastor, it's like, it's, it's like following the, the instructions as well, you know. Yes. He didn't tell them right from the beginning that, look, if you give, if you give me these five, I'm just going to multiply them. He didn't tell them. They could have told them that to make it easier. But first of all, he starts off, I think he starts off by attempting to go and get the people to sit down in groups. So 
and you could be thinking, so what's that got to do with feeding them? You know, getting them to sit down. Well, it's, it's that, it's, it's taking, when the Lord gives you an instruction, it doesn't Very seem good. to tally with what where you're going, the yeah. end point, what you need. You know, you might be in a project, you think, oh, if I'm going to do this project, I need a, you know, half a million pounds or whatever. Yes, and the Lord yes. is telling you to go and yeah. visit somebody. And you're thinking, how is this going to, you know, but yeah. it's taking those steps of faith, whatever mm. he tells you to do, then do it. Just like the, 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 the miracle at that, the wedding. You know, go and fill those jars yes. up with water, and they're yeah. thinking, what, "What's that got to do with the wine?" But yeah. No, just do what he told, whatever he told you to do. That's good, do. lovely. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just trust him, trust him, step by step, and uh, you know, yeah, brilliant. I love that. And uh, yeah, so then again, he tries. Okay, let's let's go away again, and and he dismissed the crowd, <laughs> and he's trying again. Let's get you on your own. You know, get some rest, and 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 he sends them off. This time, interestingly, he deals with the crowd, and he yeah. dismisses the crowd. So he's probably you know really, and and we see the disciples are straining on the lake. It says he saw the disciples straining at the oars, and the wind was against them, and he walks across the water. Uh, so we see this incredible miracle of Jesus walking on the water. They are terrified, and but he says, you know, do not be afraid. He gets in beside them. The minute he's beside them, you know, the calm is restored. Presumably, you know, the boat is then moving and gets to where it needs to. And it, it makes me think of, you know, sometimes if we're straining away, you know, without Jesus in with us, you know, without following his will, without having him by our side, Things will be a strain. We're not going to get very far. We might be doing a lot of work, but, you know, we, 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 it's going to be hard. And yet with Jesus in with us by our side, we're, we're reassured, we're calmed, we're strengthened, we're helped. Um, I know we're moving on pretty quick here just to get to the end. But, uh, yeah. And, and what about this bit where it says, it says um they were completely amazed for they had not understood about the loaves their hearts were hardened so they were kind of yeah. they were terrified by jesus coming across like that yes. they wondered if he was a a ghost or something ghost. it says yeah. their hearts were they hadn't understood about the loaves their hearts were hardened yes. any comments on that at all yes, yes. And, and again just just go back a little bit Anything, just to, yeah, please. You, you know the, uh, the 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 sentence there where it says that um, you know he was walking in the water and it was as though he, he was walking past them oh, and yeah. i just thought that was yeah. quite interesting yeah. that he wasn't actually coming to into the boat, but he was. It was as though he was just going to walk past them and just keep going and leave them, you know, straight yeah, in sure. the boat. And I, and I will kept reading, kept reading that. Because what, what, why did, why, you know, why was it that the, the Lord, you know, that's what the scripture said that he was going to yeah, walk past them. And I, I really had that sense of, you know, it, it, it's again how, you know, that the Lord how he relates to us because it, actually when they saw him, he didn't actually know that he was him. Like he rightly said, they thought he was a ghost, but they still cried out. And again, he, he responded to that cry, didn't he? It he was did. when they cried, it was almost like he was going to walk past them. And then when they cried out, he comes and he just said to them, no peace, be still, don't worry, it's me. Yeah. You know, yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. Even yes. though they were, they were crying out in fear, and rather it wasn't, it wasn't a faith cry, like, Lord, help me. It was more of like, oh, there's a ghost here. And yet he still, he still comes in and he calms them. And he kind of likes to say to me again, you know, it's like, it doesn't matter how, you know, sometimes our... I can't even call it faith now. Whatever I can call it, a cry for help, a prayer. It's mm. it's how the Lord always responds. You know, it doesn't yes. matter what state we seem mm. to be in, how we seem to, you know, sometimes, um, you know, exercise our faith or manifest our faith, whatever which way. It is, he always responds. He always comes yes, to that. And good. he yes, always absolutely. answers. And, I, and uh, like you rightly said, you know, all their struggles, 
came to an end when he came, you know, he came into the boat with them. So yes. that, that was really yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, I, I think <laughs> that's so good because it comes on even to the end of this uh, chapter. It said, you know, they get over to the other side and again, you know, it says the people ran throughout the whole region. Like you were saying, all this running, carrying the sick on mats wherever they heard he was. So bless them. They don't get any rest. Yes, you know, rest. Uh, even Jesus said, does he? You know, foxes have holes and and but but the son of man has nowhere to rest during this ministry time. And yes. uh, wherever he went into the village and and. They begged him to let them touch even the hedge of his cloak. You've got this thing you were just saying out, crying out, please, please. And yes. even though we know from reading the scriptures that, you know, even the motives are generally, you know, oh, I just want to be healed. I just want to be healed. Not so much, you know, oh, son of God, let me follow you. Let me, you know, please give us some more teaching or, or forgive my sins. Let me be your disciple. No, it was, you know, heal me, heal me, heal me, help me, help this. But, you know, and, and, and OK we understand and yet in his compassion he responds yes. to the crying it says and all who touched him all yes. you know who were begging and crying out for him were healed he Hills, responds yes. always he responds always yeah. and that yeah. that hardening of heartbeats how, how i see the you know that because it said that you know when, when they, they hadn't understood the miracle of the of the loaves and the five fishes again the hardening of heart as being understanding God's compassion for the for the people that he wasn't there was no way that he was actually just going to walk past them and leave them he was always going to come and oh, help them yes but, yes but yes. again it, I, I relate back that back to the to how the Lord had fed the people rather than just sending them away you know mm. uh, saying that we haven't got yeah, enough food yeah. we haven't got much send them away it's, it, it, it's his compassion and it's still the disciples are still going through that learning process to understand the love that God has for us, the compassion that he has for people. And there was no way he was going to leave them to strain on that boat on their own to get to their destination. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Well, we've come up to our the end of our time. It's quarter to nine and uh, we've done another chapter. So we're, we're making good progress. <laughs> And uh, would you uh, just pray and commit this uh, word to the Lord, uh, yes. Pastor Akin? And thank you. Thanks a lot. Yes. Father, we just, we just want to thank you for your word. We know that there is there's such a great um, depth to your word. There, there is so much um, uh, revelation that comes from reading the word. We thank you for the power that you've even released to our listeners, oh God, those who are listening live and those who will listen in the future, because there is power in your word to bring uh, illumination, to bring revelation, to bring understanding, to bring transformation, for us to begin to see uh, more and more that you truly are the son of the living God, the son of the most high God, and that you have compassion for us as, as your people, compassion for us that um, you came to die for us Thank on the cross. And we just pray, Lord, that um, as we continue to go through this um, this gospel, as people continue to go in their own quiet time to read these words, that you will continue to speak to us, Lord. And we know that above all, your desire is to have a relationship with each and every one of us, for us to know you and for you, uh, for you to do great and mighty things through our lives. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done, we ask, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you again, Pastor Akin. Lovely to go through thank the God word of God with you. And yes, uh, we're so on much. to chapter seven next week. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you. Have a, a lovely rest of the evening and have a wonderful week. God bless you all. Bye. Okay, God bless you all. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.